Kasuma Heroes. We are uh, here today uh, with some familiar faces and a new face, which we're excited about. Yeah. Um, so joining us on this uh, this <coughs> season section, I don't know, something. This game. This game. Um, so speaking up already, is Courtney. Hi. Uh, Hi, also, Courtney. We also have James back. Hello. Uh, Shannon's back. Hello. And our new face is Casey. Hi. Uh, Casey's not going to be our GM. Uh, that's going to be me. So you get to listen to me a lot more. <laughs> it's great. Andrew, in case you, I mean. What are you saying? So I'm going to be DMing this game. This game is, um, I don't want to get sued, so I'm going to say inspired by Disney. This is a uh, choose your own adventure fan fiction for if any Disney lawyers are listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is going to be based around uh, uh, Disney characters and a, and a world that um, I've been building for a while. This has been something that has been lodged in my brain for about two months that I have not been able to stop thinking about. Um, so we're going to go ahead and introduce the party. You guys can just go around. We'll do uh, quick introductions of who everybody is. Uh, we'll start with Shannon. Oh, um, I'm Giselle Phillip. Uh, you may <laughs> from Andalasia. And, oh, yeah, Philip. Well, Philip. Um, <laughs> what else do you want um, me to say? <laughs> well, you're the party's bard, correct? Yes, I'm a bard. Um, from the film Enchanted. Correct. Um, in case you haven't seen it, because I know a lot of people haven't. Um, yes. Which Ew. you should feel bad about yourself, because it's great. It's great. Yeah. I haven't seen that. That's I don't. Weird. Well, that's the thing is, I was out of the country when it came out, so I don't know. Like, I wasn't here. When so I, you've seen it? I've seen it. And you were out of the country. That's what I mean. Who hasn't <laughs> seen it? <laughs> I actually did see it while I was out of the country. Oh, there you go. Kind of incredible. Um, so no one has an to, excuse. Not to right. pitch our other podcast, Pop Culture Footnotes, but we did a Disney song Wait, which podcast? Pop <laughs> Culture Footnotes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, but, uh, we did a Disney a Disney song bracket recently, and it was surprising how few people A, voted for Enchanted Songs, and B, knew Enchanted Yeah, songs. it was pretty ticked off about it. How do you know the dance crew around Oh, that's what? how you know. Yeah, that's how you know. Advanced. That no one did stick around for a while. Yeah, that's true. That one's great. My favorite's "Happy Working" song, though. That one's pretty good. <laughs> All right, James, who are you going to be? I'm so excited for your character. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to be Kronk, <laughs> hailing from uh, uh, the Emperor's New Groove. And you'll be playing at the parties. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a barbarian. <laughs> so get ready to... I don't know what Kronk looks like when he rages, but we're going to find out. <laughs> it has something to do with spinach puffs. I'm sure. Yep. <laughs> or uh, the shoulder devil telling you to really kind of take it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's been that? so long since oh, I've man. seen that i got to watch that again. <laughs> uh, Courtney, who are you? Uh, my name is Rapunzel, and I'm a cleric. Um... A life cleric, no doubt. I'm a life cleric. I serve Apollo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apollo. Excuse me. Um, I took a bite of pizza at an upper two time. Um, and Tracy. Yes, I'm Elsa. I am the <laughs> second barbarian to this group. Two <laughs> <laughs> barbarians. Oh my god. Uh, Elsa, of course, is a um, sorcerer. Um, natural born power sorceress sorcerer, sorcerer. Yeah. I don't know you know whatever equal you like opportunity <laughs> whatever um, you like to be called yeah so I'm gonna be chucking some sweet spells ice spells I assume are you, uh, all are you fire ice. based no absolutely okay. ice so it's gonna be great <laughs> alright so um, to kind of 
introduce everybody to these characters if you don't know who they are, but I mean, if you don't know who Elsa is, why did you even turn this podcast on? Like, <laughs> no, welcome. We're glad you're here. We are glad you're here, but seriously, you must frozen. not have children because you haven't seen Frozen. <laughs> but even times. people who didn't have children you, saw Frozen. You, you never have been a child. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of that Disney song bracket, everybody hated Let It Go because it was so overplayed that nobody voted for the dang thing. I love so, Let It Go. Um, anyhow. anyhow um, so this is going to be... Uh, I don't know if anybody out there has played Kingdom Hearts before. But it's going to be similar to that, but a tabletop version. Not exactly, like, mixed with Final Fantasy, because... Sora! Roxas! There's only so much lore that can be crammed into things. (laughs) Um, Even James, our resident Kingdom Hearts expert, is probably a little bit confused about the lore in Kingdom Hearts, I assume. I have not actually finished Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay, well, there you go. (laughs) So, expert. (laughs) Or Birth by Sleep, or anything like that. I haven't played any of those spinoffs. Okay. (laughs) Um, but it's gonna. This is gonna be kind of all the Disney characters exist in one continent. Uh, this particular module, I haven't ha- come up with a name for it yet because I am also working on other adventures within the same universe. Um, I haven't fully formed yet. Uh, I, I don't name. I haven't named this one. But the basic premise is that this continent is split up into kingdoms, uh, spread out all over the continent. And each kingdom is independently ruled, but there are two factions trying to influence one of the other. One is called the Order of the Mouse, which is led by some paladins that you'll meet in just a little bit. Um, And the other is called the Alliance for the Greater Good, which is led by some less than savory people, I guess. I mean, they're villains, but maybe they're not really the villains. Who knows? Who knows where this crazy journey will take us, but... Again, it is based on Disney, so it's gonna be so. There's villains. The black, the guys, the bad guys are gonna be in black and purple and green, and the good guys are gonna be in brighter colors. So I like purple. <laughs> it's also tinged with pink, though. Still purple. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. So we will go ahead and uh, get started. We're going to uh, just outside of the kingdom of Corona. And we're going to, um, we've found ourselves, uh, there is a, a young man, a strapping young man who is running through the woods at top speed, uh, clutching a slip of paper in his hand. And uh, as he's evading the guards, he slips through uh, some rocks and finds a solitary tower uh, standing inside this kind of, uh, this big outcropping of rock and there's a waterfall nearby and all this kind of stuff. The man frantically searches for a way up the tower and can't find it. And so he starts to scale the tower, jumps in, and is immediately assaulted. And hit, <laughs> and hit over the head by a frying pan by a young woman with 70 feet of magical <laughs> golden hair trailing around. Um, it's really filling up this room. And her chameleon. Maybe she's done with it. <laughs> And, uh, yes, and, <laughs> and uh, yes, so this young woman and her pet chameleon are now, have now tied up this young rogue. In my hair. In her hair. And uh, I'm not interrogating it him, mm-hmm. as it were. How did you find out my location? I don't even know where I am right now. <laughs> I was running away from some people who don't look like me right now. And wait, what happened to the slip of paper that I had in my hand? Where is that? I've hidden it somewhere where you're never going to find it. It's over there in that pot, isn't it? 
<laughs> Still working on the bugs with the pen. Yep. Um, the young man is knocked out again, and he comes to again. Now I've hidden it somewhere where you will never find it. Alright, listen, let's just cut to the chase. Could you just let me out of here, please? I don't like being here. You're freaking me out, and I don't like this frog. You want to get out of here? Yes. Then please. you need to escort me through the woods. Where? You want me to just leave you there? Because I would be I would be happy to do that. Listen, and they show him a painting that I've done on the wall of a bunch of floating lights in the sky. There are a lot of paintings here. How long have you been here? <laughs> My whole life. All right, then. <laughs> what do you know about these? It happens every year, but it's not going to happen for another six months. So I don't know what you want from me. I want to get out of the tower, and I want to see these lights, and you're going to take me where the, to the place that they come from. Like I told you, Blondie, six months. What do you want me to do with you until then? You want to just hide out in this tower for a little no, bit? No, just like take me there, and then I will, and then you can go, and I'll give you your paper. Fine. All right then. Could you please let me out of all this? Is this your hair? I give a yank on my hair, and he spins out of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the two now set off on a whirlwind adventure <laughs> involving uh, a pub and some singing miscreants. Um, I've got a dream. I've got a dream. I've got a dream. I had a dream once. <laughs> um, and uh, eventually, um, because I don't want to make you make these rolls, because if you fail them, the adventure dies. <laughs> I so I don't want you to roll in that one when you're trying to swing your hair around and yeah, all that kind I of do stuff. All that. So pretty great. Yes. Mm. Um, uh, you guys have seen Tangled, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, you're about to be drowned in this uh, river that's flowing through. Yep. Um, and oh my goodness! Yes, and in order to escape, uh, the young woman Rapunzel sings a little song. Yep. And mm. what happens? Um, you want me to sing the song? I do. Flower, gleam, and glow. Okay, I'm about to drown, so it's going fast. That's right. Let your power shine. Make the clever burst. Make the ones with mine. And then I go under, and my hair lights up, and it's glowing. And I can see that there's a current that's pulling my hair one direction. And we figure, we start digging out, and we bust out of there. All right. And now the secret of your magic glowing hair mm -hmm. has freaked out the young rogue. Mm -hmm. His name is Flynn Rider. I guess I should have. Um, actually, his name is Eugene Fitzherbert. He hasn't told us. We haven't. Oh, that's he, right. In the, in the cave. That's he right. In the, the cave, cave when they're about to drown, he yeah. says his name is oh, actually Eugene Fitzherbert. Yep. Oh, that's right. Not Flynn Rider, dashing rogue. Yep. Um, so Eugene now has a cut on his hand when he tried mm -hmm. to escape, and as the two are uh, sitting by the fire, what happens then? So I told him not to freak out, and I wrap my hair around his hand, and I sing my little song. Do you want, do we want me to sing? Yes, I do, of course. <laughs> Every time there's a chance for you to sing, I'm going to ask you to do it. <laughs> Flower gleam and glow, let your power shine. Make the clock reverse, bring back what once was mine. Heal what has been hurt, change the fate's design. Say what has been lost, bring back what once was mine. What once was mine. And <laughs> and as the hair is removed from his from Eugene's hand, his cut has been healed. Mm -hmm. uh, don't freak out! Don't don't freak out! I'm not gonna freak out. How long your hair glows? 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, at this point, the young man understands what's going on and says, Look, I I was going to take you to Corona, because that is where the lights come from. And I was going to have you lie low there, as low as you could with 70 feet of hair. Perfect. Uh, But... That's what I want. But I have an alternative proposition for you. There is... I raise my eyebrow at him. (laughs) (laughs) A little early for a proposition. No, no, not that... Listen, anyway. Listen, I'm very naive. I don't really know what he's talking about. I'm just generally suspicious. Very true, very true. I am friends with some good-hearted people. You seem to be good-hearted. That's what you said about the guys in the pub. They weren't good-hearted. I never said that they were good-hearted. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> they could use someone with talents like yours. Your hair heals people. And they have a very secret place that you could hide out where nobody could ever find you. And you could just sit there and wait for the lanterns to come, and you can see them from where you are, and if you wanted to, you could go on a little adventure, should it, should you feel the, the need to go on an adventure. Where to? Well, I can't tell you unless you agree, because it's kind of secret, and if I, they find out that I told somebody, then they'll kick me out, and I will be in a lot of trouble. I mean, I have always wanted to see the world. I've read so many books and studied, and... I want to see the places that I've read about. Well, it sounds like a win-win, then. But my hair will be protected. Yes, of course. They're very strong, nice people. will protect you and your hair. Okay, I trust you, Eugene. That's a terrible idea, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, they journey off in the woods, away from the Kingdom of Corona, which is where they were headed, and toward... Uh, a king, uh, a, a tucked away town called Surus, and uh, there are some very hidden passageways that Eugene takes Rapunzel through until you arrive, and there's a map behind you in this town. It's it's a town, but you walk in, and it's essentially deserted. There's a big town square in front of a large castle, but the only people in that town square are a smithy, uh, who is who's working the smith as hard as he can, um, smithing for not really anybody that you can see. And uh, there are some lights on in the Laughing Place Inn and Tavern, which is across the town square. Um, Where is everybody? Well, you know, I said this place is off the grid. Uh, Not a lot of people actually live here, per se, but, you know, it's a good hideout place. Over the bridge, there's some living quarters and library. There's a real spooky oracle's tower over there on the other side of the river, too. Uh, don't don't bother the oracle. I, I don't I don't want to go back to a tower. So. Say Yen Sid, <laughs> <laughs> sorcerer from from the Sorcerer's Apprentice. You're gonna find <laughs> out exactly who's oh in the tower in a little bit. Well, um, it's not her anymore. <laughs> well, that's fine. You don't have to go towards the tower. Uh, but I, I do need to introduce you to somebody who I, I think could help you out. Is that okay? We're going to go to this castle over here. Okay. So you walk can in. I, can, are there, like, any kids around in this town? There are a couple, yes. Can I have them raid my hair for me? Uh, yes. Roll a persuasion check. Cool. Uh, persuasion. Oh, cool. So. That would be a 14. Okay. Um, yes, you ask these children to please braid your hair, and they look ecstatic at the prospect of braiding a 70-foot <laughs> length of hair. Great. 
which they do, and it is now tucked up very nice. So that way you now have, seven, instead of having 70 pounds on the ground, you now have 70 pounds pulling exactly on your neck. <laughs> so, I mean, it was pulling on my neck before. Hilarious. Well, yeah, but it was at least on the ground resting somewhere. <laughs> now you have the full 70, just like, so. Talk about encumbrance levels. What's your strength? Um, <laughs> <laughs> plus one. Plus, plus one, and then every every 20 minutes she walks around, it just increases by one. And then <laughs> she's going to buff out her neck. Um... So, after the children have braided your hair, uh, he takes you into the castle. Do you uh, hear a faint... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, there, is a, there is a rooster playing a guitar next to the fountain in the town square. Ah, uh, whistling uh, away. He's just, he's just kind of whistling, kind of plucking. It's a man-sized rooster. It's not a rooster-sized rooster. It's right. A rooster. Or a rooster-sized man. Right, exactly. Um, and uh, so he takes you past the rooster into the castle... Uh, he does flip a silver coin at the rooster, mm-hmm. um, who catches it in his beak. It's really quite impressive. Um, and you walk into the castle, you walk into the keep, and then up some stairs, and there is a large table that is roughly the shape of the continent. Um, and you can see kingdoms and all this kind of stuff. And uh, standing at the table is what you thought was a halfling at first, maybe a halfling wearing a funny hat. Um, but as you come in, Eugene yells, Judy, how, how long has it been? And Judy turns around and it is, uh, actually a rabbit. Oh my God. A, not a man-sized rabbit, but larger than regular rabbits. A halfling-sized rabbit. Yes, a halfling-sized rabbit. My eyes get even So also not a, a rabbit-sized halfling either. It's just correct. Like, okay. Correct. Um, that would be a ve- that would be probably an eighthling if it were yeah. uh, if that were to be the case. Um, Maybe a quarterling if it's a jackrabbit. <laughs> that's right. Um, so yes, uh, go ahead and roll uh, an investigation. Uh, sorry, an, an insight or a perception check. Whichever I don't, I don't care. Whichever one. That would be an eight. An eight. This is just a weird rabbit person. Like uh, you've never really seen one before. She uh, she is carrying. It doesn't seem physically possible to have both a, uh, a flail and a mace strapped to her back because just physically it should weigh her down and like throw her down like a turtle on her back. But she wears them with ease um, and turns around and says... Kind of like your hair. Yes, exactly. <laughs> turns around and says, Eugene, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here for another week. He says, I know, I know, but uh, I came across somebody in my various travels, and uh, I think you should meet. Uh, Judy, this is um, Blondie. What was your name again? Rapunzel. Rapunzel, yes, of course. Rapunzel. I, I nervously laugh and give a little wave. It's okay, she's not going to bite. Her teeth aren't big enough. <laughs> I, I, like, do the double, what do, you, what do you call it? Double take? Yeah, double take at Eugene. I'm just like, what? I'm just kidding. Of course her teeth are big enough to bite you. But she's not going to! <laughs> this is a good friend of mine, Judy Hops. She is one of the paladins in charge of this uh, little organization of ours. Nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you as well. Who are you and what is going on with your hair? Um, well, I I was born with this healing power in my hair and it, it's magical. It lights up and glows. And uh, Eugene said that maybe I could hang out here and help out a little bit. It glows. Yeah. May I see it? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Pretend you're drowning. Let your power shine. Make the clock reverse. Bring back what once was mine. And at this, your hair begins to glow from the roots all the way out, 
And uh, you see Judy's face kind of twitches for a second and then goes back to kind of stoicism and says, Okay, all right. Um, Well, I... uh, Yes, I think (laughs) we might be able to help you. There are a lot of bad people out there who might want to use your hair. Oh, I know. Ruffians and thugs. Men with pointy teeth. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm scared of those too. Yeah. Um, At least I was. And now I have this. And she pulls the mace out and clunks to the floor. (laughs) Can I get one of those? Um, Yeah, you can talk to our you can talk to our weaponsmith if you'd like. But uh, I don't know. Looks like you've got a pretty formidable firing pan right there. That's true. Eugene, is that your face that's been smashed into that? Is there, is there a Eugene face dent in there? Just a little one. All right. Well, thank you, Eugene, for bringing her here. I'm sure that we'll be able to find something. In the meantime, uh, go ahead and make yourself comfortable in uh, one of the in the tavern. We'll have you stay there until we can get you a place. Great. Thank you. And Eugene turns to you and says, "All right. Well, you have fun. I'm going to leave now." Wait, you're leaving me? I have a few things I need to look into. Uh, few things I need to check, but you are in great hands here. Judy is one of the nicest people you're ever going to meet. Uh, do not get on her bad side because she can really use that mace. Um, hey, Eugene, before you go, mm-hmm. um, thank you for bringing me here. Here's your paper. Ah, thank you very much. Thank you. I almost left without this. That would have been horrendous. Judy, here's this paper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and hands it over to Judy, who takes a look at it. Face doesn't change at all, folded up, puts it in her pocket. And uh, then Eugene takes you down to the tavern and gets you set up in one of the rooms in the in the inn in the laughing place. Okay. Um, so, yes. I didn't say this when it was happening, but I assume that I read the paper, like when Eugene was knocked out in my tower. Because otherwise I wouldn't know that he it was Yes, you did. Him. What did it say? Um, I can't tell you that right now. Okay. I can write it down and show it to you later, but I cannot tell you right now. Okay. Oh, poo. There That's are too many right. people around. Not that I remember. <laughs> I'd remember. All right. So, um, we are going to now... Wait, out there in the world, I want you guys all to know that her hair is all done up in flowers and turned into this <laughs> I just, you know, and she also has, um... What's the name of your, your frog? Pascal. <laughs> Hanging on her arm. Yeah. So she is decked up. The, uh, the chameleon comes too. I, I yeah. mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So we are going to now go uh, a little bit north and west of Soros to Arendelle. Um, a kingdom that has recently recovered from a deep freeze. Um Really deep freeze. It froze some ships in the harbor and stuff like that. I for unknown reasons. Yes, for unknown reasons. Freak yes. accident. Um, it was, that was a recent development. Since then, it has thawed out. Trade has resumed. Well, um, there was to back. <laughs> What's that? Never mind. There was a little bit. It was. It was interesting. There were some rumors coming out of Arendelle that the new queen had frozen the whole place and run away. But those are just kind of rumors. Like no one's really really sure about that. So. We uh, go now to the castle at Arendelle, uh, where we see uh, two young women and a young man and a reindeer hanging out uh, in the in the main castle. And uh, we have uh, the young man's name is Kristoff. The reindeer's name is Sven. Uh, and we have the two young women, Anna and Elsa, who are sisters. Um, you're, you're forgetting a small snowman as well. That's true. There's a small, small snowman with a flurry over Who his head. Who likes warm hugs. He likes warm hugs. 
um, who is currently running away from the reindeer because the reindeer is trying to eat his nose. Right. Um, and uh, Anna comes running into the throne room and says, Elsa, oh my gosh, there are the coolest ships coming into the harbor. You have to see them. Anna, calm down. I'd love to. Okay, let's go. All right. Go. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. There's. So, I've never seen them before. They're so cool. Okay, let's <laughs> let's go. Let's look at them. And so the the three of you sprint out of the throne room, and uh, sure enough, there are two ships like you have never seen before. One is a massive uh, ship, very similar to ones in Arendelle, but larger, and it has pure black sails. As it. Uh, comes into the harbor, and you can see. I know I was thinking the same thing. Not quite. It sinks and he steps right. A bunch of zombies jump up. So this this massive ship pulls up, and you go up to the harbor master, and he lets you know that this ship berths at a kingdom called Nostros Signora, which is on the northeast coast. Our um, lady. That is where the ship is from. Um, it is called the uh, it, the the ship is named Our Lady, um, and uh, it is it is pulling into the dock, um, and then there's, there's another ship behind, and that's one you've never really seen the making of before. It's still a ship with you know it's got a deck and mast, but the sails are triangles, and they are supported with spines, almost like wings from a bird, um, and it's seems to be faster than the black ship, even though it is much smaller. Um, but it is also arriving. Um, and that uh, that ship is called uh, the Li Sheng. And it is arriving uh, into port um, at the same time. And when you ask the harbor master where that one is birthed, and he says it's from a kingdom called Hyate. Good luck spelling it. Yes, K-H-Y-A-T-A-D. <laughs> So H E Y Y A M O U S E hooked on phonics. Um, coming off of the ship with the black sails is a very tall, slender. Uh, he's a drow, and he is wearing all black with this really weird tricorner hat that has some purple on it. And uh, he comes down the the gangplank with sweeping robes, and he's got a few soldiers behind him. Um, who are wearing bright gold uh, breastplates um, with swords on their side, blue capes uh, coming down. Um, and he kind of, he seems to more glide than he does walk, kind of coming down the gangplank. It's vaguely unsettling, but for reasons you can't quite put your finger on. Um, A lot of this looks to be uh, interesting and exciting. <laughs> I wonder what this is all about. And off of the other ship, um, come three warriors wearing armor you've never seen before. It's very interesting armor. Uh, plumes of hair coming off of the, uh, the helmets. Um, it's, it's very strange plate. Um, they all have uh, dragons carved into their sword, hand, their sword hilts. Very strange. But then the strangest thing is there is a three-foot woman in a blue cloak who is fluttering down the gangplank after these guys and runs into them and they kind of bump in like Three Stooges style kind of bump into each other. Um, one of the soldiers is very short 
One is a normal human size, and one is massive. He's probably about six and a half feet tall. And six and, and a half feet wide? Just about as wide, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, and then there's this little fairy who also comes off the gangplank. Um, and they both have des- uh, have desires to uh, come and talk to you. And get down to business? <laughs> yes. Um, welcome to Arendale. Please be welcome. Join us in the castle. Thank so the man you. in the big flowing black cloak gives you a deep bow and says... I am very glad to meet you. My name is Claude Frollo, Judge Claude Frollo from Nostus Signora. I have very much to discuss with you, Elsa, Queen Elsa. I am very glad to meet this beautiful kingdom of yours. Thank you, Judge Frollo. Be welcome. And uh, then the the small woman in the blue cloak kind of flutters up, trips over her robes a little bit, and says, Oh, Queen Elsa, it's so great to see you. Um, my name is... Um, uh, F.G. Mother. Uh, that's my name. <laughs> well, thank you, F.G. Mother. You'd be welcome. <laughs> oh, thank you. You you can just call me Fairy if you'd like. <clears throat> okay. Fairy? <laughs> well, we have so much to discuss. I'm so, I'm so happy to meet you. This is... I'm so... I'm so honored. We're glad you're here. This is a very exciting, auspicious day. <laughs> two, two sets of visitors. So who would you like to meet with first, please, Amy? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, fairy. That please come on. Oh yes, <clears throat> Judge uh, Frollo. We, if you would just be so kind as to wait, we will. He gives you kind of a stiff nod and says, "Of course, as you wish." Thank you so much. So you go off to the throne room with FG Mother, <laughs> and uh, and these three soldiers who kind of fallen behind and. Um, go into the throne room and uh, without even waiting for you to sit down or turn around or talk to her, the FG mother immediately bursts into, I am so high, I've heard so many things about this. Yeah, I heard that there was there was ice and 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 and, and ships were frozen and they, and you made a castle, I think, is one of the things I heard. Is that true? Is all this true? Those things did happen, yes. Wow. So you're a sorcerer. Uh, apparently. I have been since uh, well for a long time, and it's been very uh, difficult to control those powers. But difficult. I'm working control- on it. What? Yeah. What? How? What, what? What was your training like? Uh, training. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, there's no such thing as training for sorcery here. That's. Of course there is, young one. How do you think? And at this, she claps her hands. There's a massive clap of thunder. And there is a the entirety of the throne room has been transformed into a jungle, um, and you're, before your very eyes, it's now no longer a throne room. It is now a jungle teeming with wildlife. And then she claps her hands again, and it changes from a jungle into the inside of an erupting volcano. And uh, she claps her hands again and says, "I learned how to do that at school. Did you not learn how to do that?" No. Oh my! Elsa's jaw is just like dropped. Like, <laughs> what is going on? Oh, and no. just to see anyone else do magic too. She's like, "What is this? Is this?" And FG Mother just kind of reaches up into the air, pinches the air, and then pulls down. And there's just a straight white wand that has appeared out of the sky uh, in front of her, and and she kind of waves it around a little bit and says, "Show me what you've got." Okay. Well. Um, Fairy, I, I, like I said, I don't have any kind of training. In fact, I've led kind of a secluded childhood. So, here you go. And she creates some 
<clears throat> some ice crystals just like in the shape of reindeer on her hand and then that goes away and then she'll like make an ice uh, sculpture on, that's a lot bigger on the ground and some ice mounds and that all kind of melts away so that's a, that's about all I feel comfortable doing here so would you like to do more Yes, absolutely. But I don't know how. I mean, there's well, so you much. Saw what I did, didn't you? I did. But it looks like that took a whole lifetime. And then she she takes, um, she sees Olaf kind of over in the corner, who's who was kind of freaked out by the volcano, to be honest. <laughs> um, and she points her in wand. He loved, he loved it. He loved it. Yeah. <laughs> and he, point, he so points a, points so points a wand and says and says Alakazoo and kind of waves her wand and Olaf has now turned into a mouse. Um, a very happy mouse. Like he's stoked. <laughs> like he's like, just kind of looking at this, and you can just kind of see this mouse just like, and just like starts to kind of spinning in circles, and is just kind of stoked. And then she waves her wand again, and poof, back into a snowman. Um, says, "I, I would love to be able to teach you how to do this." Um, and and we have many people who are very magically skilled. Uh, with a with an organization that I'm a part of, it's called the Order of the Mouse, and we would love to support Arendelle, and we would love to have your support. Um, in, in you know, there's so many bad things out in the world. We just want to make some happiness and some light in it. That's very true. I, I agree with everything that you said. I, I am a little nervous about leaving Arendelle, though. I mean, there. The last time I left. Bad things happened, so I'm, I'm a little hesitant. But let Anna, me think uh, on this. Anna raises her hand and says, "They kind of happened because you left, though. So, like, as long as you've got that under control, you're probably good, right? Like, I don't want you to. Leave. I'm not trying to push you out the door, but it would be nice to be queen for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Right now, my answer is no. But let me think on it. Oh, fair enough. And she then just kind of. She's gonna let she like throws the wand behind her and it just kind of spins into nothing but like kind of like spins in a circle Adam, and just yeah. kind of retracts in on itself until it's gone and says, "Well, uh, I would also like to introduce you to these three gentlemen here. Uh, this is Yao, this is Ling, and this is Chinpo." And they all kind of bow in turn. Um, they would be happy to help run your kingdom as well, help mm. your, help your sister with any kind of um, things they need. They are very talented warriors. Okay, no, they don't look it. But they are very talented. <laughs> and at this, Yao kind of goes, Hey! <laughs> um, that makes me think they a little... They can climb pillars with the best of them. That's right. <laughs> they have sashes. They can climb any pillar you have. Um, <laughs> and uh, they, also, they also look very good in dresses. I know it's weird to think about, but they do. It's very, it's very... Mm-hmm. That is weird. Um, it's not that weird. Talking <laughs> to a person named Fairy. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that. <laughs> Um, anyway, you just think about it. I'm going to go uh, back to my ship. Okay. And you just... Uh, Thank you. Please make yourself at home while you're here. Thank you. And so she leaves, and then in walks Frollo um, with his with his guard. And you can kind of just, like, instantly sense that, like, the tone... The heaviness, yeah. ...has just changed. And it's just like... It's just like, oh, this guy. Like, that's kind of the sense that you get in this. He walks up, and he says... He says, yes, I... I've heard that your kingdom recently underwent some radical changes, I think is the diplomatic way to put it. Oh, thank you. Yes, it, there were there were some changes. <clears throat> Including um, an incursion from a su- certain duke of 
Wesselton. <laughs> ah, yes, the great duke. We don't. He doesn't bother us anymore, though. Well, you should be happy to know that uh, Wesselton is actually uh, part of our alliance, and we are keeping uh, Wesselton under close guards. So that will never happen again. Oh, is that right? Okay. That is correct. Uh, Nostus Signora, which is where I'm from, is the pinnacle of peace and happiness within the streets. No crime at all. Sounds wonderful. There's no disruptions. People are allowed to do as they wish, but there are no disruptions in, in our kingdom. Okay. We would love for you to join the alliance that we have. That we would bring that piece to Arendelle as well. well. That's a very intriguing offer. Um, I Again, I'm a little worried about, um, you know, not really knowing what I'd get in, be getting into. So oh, it would be it would be just a wonderful utopia of uh, people following the rules and all respecting one another. We don't allow gypsies, though. <laughs> <laughs> and what's wrong with gypsies? <clears throat> Do we um, even have any in your kingdom? No, I don't think so. No, either. they all went to Noster Signora. Yeah, no, we're yeah. working on that. So you you uh, it sounds a little restrictive where you're at. The price of freedom is always vigilance. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that utopian societies are very hard to control and maintain. We do our best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thank you so very much for your offer. Let me, let me think on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what would my uh, responsibilities be? You would just stay here and rule. I would stay here as a... Uh, Guide. Oh, wonderful. Okay. And I would help advise you. Uh, there would be increased trade, of course, with Nostra Signora and some other principalities that uh, are allied to our cause. Uh-huh. Uh, and we could stay, or if you wish, I could have my men stay as well. I have another entire battalion on the ship that would be ready to help you at, in, at a moment's notice. Okay. And just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. um, what are your thoughts on magic? Magic, what kind of magic? The Lord's magic is the only magic I really hold to. Magic of, from deities. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. any other kind of magic is strictly forbidden. So there's not very many magic users in your country? We have many clerics. Clerics, oh, yes, of course. Paladins. A few paladins. Okay. They are in my guard, of course. <clears throat> um, are there are there schools for these magic users? Yes, but you do have to choose a deity. Most of them choose uh, Phoebus. Or wait, what's the name of the one from the, the moon? I can't remember. Diana. Sure. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Thank <All right>. you. <laughs> Voice in the distance. <laughs> I forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and, and you would stay here. Well, hmm. that that is quite an intriguing <coughs> offer. Um, again, let me let me talk to my advisors and uh, I'll, please make yourself at home. Um, we have wonderful ice skating rinks here. <laughs> um, I do not skate, <laughs> okay. but thank you for your offer. He's constantly worried about hellfire. <laughs> <laughs> you never know when it could come. <laughs> Okay. Could come well, up on you on any moment. Melt the ice beneath your feet. 
Okay, so, so he, he sweeps out of the room, and Anna and Kristoff right. and uh, Olaf, now he's no longer a mouse, but right. what a trip. <laughs> Did you see? Did you see? I was a mouse! <laughs> oh, it was so cool! I, I was being snowed on, and I was a mouse! <laughs> um, and so Anna goes, uh, that guy was, like, super creepy. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Like, I don't want to sound like, but, like... I mean, I know that not all drows are creepy, but that guy was creepy, right? Definitely. Hashtag so not all drows. <laughs> so they both had offers for me, on, mm. and I, I don't know what to do. I, I think you do. You just have to listen to what's in your heart. But on one case, I could stay here. Um, yeah, we, with we, him. Uh, that's true. That's so true. So she was listening into the keyhole, or oh, she was standing there the oh, whole time. I thought, I thought they were dismissed during this whole conversation. No, they were yeah. they were in there though. That's how Olaf got turned into a mouse. <clears throat> and and with the other offer, I mean, I could I could learn how to control my powers, mm-hmm. and that would be wonderful. And then you could create ice just over there, so Kristoff doesn't have to go in the mountains. That's true. <laughs> <sighs> he does kind of. He does kind of. Like, yeah, I mean, that would be really nice. But would, <laughs> would you be okay here? Would, would you be all right? I have Kristoff, and even more than that, I have Sven. He, he's the smartest one in the room. The reindeer? And the reindeer's like, <laughs> 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 Okay. It's a hard decision, but I think you're right. I, I think you have to, to find out more yeah. about yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. All right. So you walk to the, the FG Mother's ship. <laughs> um, and she says, "Great, I'm so, I'm so, I'm just so glad that you decided to come with us." <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, it's okay. Calm right. down. Calm uh, down. Well, do you have any mice? No, no, I don't. I don't have any mice. It's a little cold here for mice. So, so you, I know you can create snowmen. Could you make two small snowmen for me? Sure, sure. And she pulls out her wand and goes. And says bibbidi bobbidi boo, and swings both, and <laughs> they both turn into horses. <laughs> and uh, she says, "Well, unfortunately, we can't sail to where we're going, but we can go by horseback." And so you climb onto the snow horses, and uh, ride off into the distance. Anna and Kristoff wave bye bye. Oh come on, it well, was reindeer. I love. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like one to be a reindeer, I can do that too. And kind of waves her wand, <laughs> turns into a reindeer, and Sven gets really jealous. <laughs> 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 What happened to, to the three warriors? Oh, they're going to stay behind oh, to help stay- on him. Okay. So yeah. that, goodbye, fairy godmother! <laughs> um, May your trip be peaceful. Ha! Goodbye! Sail on, everyone! Back in headquarters! <laughs> and uh, they, you know, oh, kind of like it. right off into the, right off into the, in, and then you arrive uh, the at the headquarters where uh, the fairy godmother puts you up in the tavern in a room right next to Rapunzel. Oh. Cool. I'm staying in my room. Well, yes, of course. All right, so now uh, we're going to... We're heading to Andalusia. And there is a massive to-do in Andalusia. Um, Edward is being coronated as king. He has his new bride... Nancy. Nancy, thank you. I was about to say Dina Menzel. Um, We already talked to her. They are getting... <laughs> She's at the end, guys. Um, so, uh, massive to do. Like, it's a small kingdom, and one that's been beset by a lot of tragedy lately. There have been a lot of bandits. 
raiding outlying farms and kind of closer to the city. It's a smaller kingdom that can't really protect itself very well. So right. it's kind of been raided a little bit. Um, but Giselle and her husband Robert and their daughter Morgan have been invited to the coronation of Prince, soon-to-be King Edward, um, who's just so happy to see you, but he's so happy to see his own reflection. But he comes <laughs> running up and, Giselle, ah, I'm so glad you could make it. Ah, the portal worked okay? So, what was it? So, the portal worked okay? Yes, oh, it did. I'm so, so glad to be home. It's great, it's isn't so it? It's so magical. And I know. Someone else has missed you too. And he, and he kind of whistles and Pip comes running up. Uh, <gasps> And kind of jumps on your shoulder and is like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Oh, I missed you. None of the animals in New York talk to me. They don't? That's so sad. That's so rude. Can you believe that? I can. Oh, I mean, so there are a bunch of rats here. and pigeons. I mean, I was there. They're, they're, pretty, they're pretty nasty customers. Oh, they become my clean, friends. You have roaches cleaning the top. Like, they're that's very disgusting. friendly. They just don't talk to me like you do. All right, all right, whatever. Anyway, so glad to have you back. And he kind Thank of, you. He kind of scampers and then kind of... There's so many folds in your dress that you're not exactly sure which one he went into, but he's just like nestled somewhere in, in this dress. Right. <laughs> Don't worry, I, I'm a perfect gentleman. I just, I, I'm just in the dress, okay? Um, and so there's this like this huge to do. There's so many. There's like a bunch of people that have been invited from all over like the countryside, and dignitaries, nobles, all this kind of stuff. And uh, this one couple in particular. They really stand out because he is wearing really ill-fitting clothes. Like, it's weird. They're really nice, but they're kind of big and kind of hang off them a little bit, and it's kind of weird. Uh, very long, flowing red hair, um, and he on his arm is a uh, young woman whose dress actually fits very well. Um, but the weird thing is she has like this, it's like goggles, almost, but they're like sitting on top of her head, almost like she forgot to take them off. Um, you get the sense that, like, she had the moment kind of forgot about it and just, like, ran through a dress on to come here. Um, and so they kind of, they walk up and they bow and they introduce themselves. It's like, you must be Giselle. I am. It is <laughs> wonderful to meet you. My name is Adam and this is my wife, Belle. And they Oh, it's so of, lovely to meet you. They bow and say, we're from the neighboring kingdom of Beaumont and Edward was kind enough to invite us to his coronation. Oh. Well, we're so happy to have you. And Belle kind of, she, she does a little curtsy and she glances up and you have this big dress on, but you also have a rapier attached to the side. <laughs> and she kind of looks at it and goes, is that, is that a sword on your formal dress? Yes. I love it. <laughs> oh, thank and you. It goes, so, it amazingly goes perfectly with your dress. <laughs> Um, is it glowing right now? <laughs> yeah, it does that. <laughs> May I see it? Yeah, and I kind of, hand it over carefully. So she, she looks at it and goes, did, did you kill a dragon with this? Yeah, well, you know, so I was going to marry Edward, and then his mm. stepmother came and tried to attack New York as a dragon. As so, you know, does. I had to take her out a little bit. A little bit? <laughs> yeah, this sword is filled with... Magical power from that dragon. It absorbed a lot of that. This is incredible. Can, yeah. Can I, and she kind of like she like she's like picking at like the handle and kind of exam. And Adam kind of puts a hand on her shoulder and goes, uh, "You're not in your workshop. Can you, can you give back this work, please?" Like, oh, I'm so I'm I'm so sorry. Here and kind of hands the sword back and says, "I recently found 
this laboratory where they just kind of let me be as curious as I want. Um, I kind of forget myself sometimes. <laughs> it's something I got from my dad. I'm really sorry about that. Oh, no um, problem. It just goes with the ensemble, so I want to make sure it's part and of it. And so um, Adam kind of goes, he goes, well, you know, and he kind of, he's kind of, feels really uncomfortable. He's kind of pulling in his clothes that are like too big and he's kind of, he's just kind of like, he's like, well, you know, Belf, we actually found this lab and um, I found a, a library of Arcana at this uh, organization that we found that they're looking for good adventuring folk. You seem like well, a woman who loves a good adventure. Uh, is that is that true? It feels true. I do, but I really can't leave Robert and Morgan. I have this fashion boutique in New York, and we're really just here to support Edward. What's a boutique? I, <laughs> I mean, Bell, I designed... Kind of, kind of like, I'll tell you later. <laughs> I mean, I designed clothes. It feels like maybe you should stop by. We'll get you a snappy outfit. He kind of tugs a little bit and goes, yeah, um... I require very specific clothes. Would you be able to help me with, with those? Oh, of course. If you're ever in New York. Okay, great. I, I prefer not to say why, but I, I need a certain kind of clothes. Um, and Belle kind of like... She's just kind of like... Like, she's not actually putting her face... Like, her, her face in her palm, but you can tell that she wants to really bad. Um, but uh, he says, well, you, you know, this... There's this organization that, um, that we're a part of that is looking for good people. And and I know that you have a life, wherever it is, there's a portal involved, I think I heard, or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and anyway, if you ever change your mind, we're always here. Well, thank you. That's very gracious of the you. The horns blow in the, in the distance, <laughs> and uh, Edward claps his hands and says, Friends and family, please find your seats. It's time for the, my coronation. And he's, he's very excited. He kind of skips up to the front a little bit. Um, and the, the ceremony starts. Everybody's kind of sitting down. And as the ceremony goes on, um, you hear a loud bang from behind somewhere. And uh, some horses winging. And um, suddenly uh, the doors burst open. Uh, to to the castle, and here come ruffians. Um, they Not come, ruffians. Yes, ruffians. <laughs> oh, good <laughs> lordy! <laughs> oh, no, they come. Singing a song. We're ruffians. We're ruffians. <laughs> oh, yes, we are ruffians. In my in my room at the laughing place, I just go. <laughs> it was as if a it was a million eyes were screaming out in terror, and then silence. <laughs> um, going, I've got a dream. <laughs> Uh, anyway, these these uh, bandits come rushing in. Go ahead and make me an investigation check. What do I add to that? Uh, you add investigation and intelligence. Oh, yeah, which I don't have any, so five. Okay. Um, these guys are just bad guys. Like, just like real jerks. I can sense that. Just like, I don't know what their problem is, but like, they're just mean. <laughs> and so there's guys that have kind of burst through, and there's they're kind of engaging with the very few guards that Andalusia actually has. And um, at this point, um, Bell and Adam kind of turn, and then they turn to you and say, "You have to come with us right away. They're, we have to get you away from these bandits." And Robert okay. turns to Morgan and goes, 
yeah, we, we need to get her out of here. And so the five of you all get up and you kind of sprint for the portal. Um, there's bandits kind of around, kind of fighting, and you see Edward draws his sword and starts yelling, like, Come at me, bandits! And like, No one shall ruin my special day! And like, starts to you know, fight three different bandits at once. Um, and so you... Clearly studied your Agrippa! <laughs> Which I have. Um... And uh, so you guys are running for this portal. Uh, you get there, and uh, you send Morgan through first. Uh, Robert goes in uh, next. He says, I'll, I'll see you on the other side. And as soon as that <laughs> happens, uh, a massive spell comes flying in and smashes the portal to bits. And you can feel the arcane energy just kind of fizz and then just kind of, kind of like... When you see, like, when you see the blue smoke from electronics that breaks, it's kind of like pfft. there's this acrid smell of kind of burning arcane energy, and the portal is now dead. No! And the beast is, or Adam just kind of looks and goes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> "But how am I going to get home?" And you see, he kind of starts like doing some weird stuff with his hands, like kind of just starts like working like this and kind of snapping a little bit and then there's just like this kind of glow of purple energy and it just goes mm. and he just goes oh that's really not good that's just really bad um, we'll say <laughs> um and as soon as he says that the doors uh that you ran through to get to this portal burst open and there's two bandits and Adam turns around and immediately turns into a giant beast. Still wearing his clothes, which fit very nicely. Um, but he's now transformed into a beast and he kind of like runs and pounces on them. And Bell just... Oh, <laughs> Bell turns to you and goes, Yeah, I'm really sorry you had to see this. He's not normally like that. But that's why he has to have those special clothes. Um, anyway... Well, that makes a little bit more sense. Yes. Do you not have spandex here? <laughs> Uh, you can kind of hear, rawr, 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 and he's just like clawing, and they're like, and they're just getting like clawed by this by this giant beast while you guys are just kind of having this conversation. They're really as they die. <laughs> and I've got like a hand on my rapier, but I don't want to get in the middle of that. Um, and you're suddenly, um, <laughs> you look over, and Adam has Adam Bear Man, whatever, has like clawed like across this one guy's chest and kind of like. He kind of rips his shirt, and as he kind of throws it behind him, uh, this uh, this shirt piece kind of comes flying at you. We should make uh, an, ac- uh, an acrobatics check. Make your dexterity plus any acrobatics proficiency you may have. Um, 13. I do have acrobatics proficiency, but what okay. do I add to that? Uh, so plus so you, two is your proficiency bonus. So right you now, add so. your acrobatics, and then you also add your dexterity. So 15. Okay, so it kind of comes flying at you, and you, and you just kind of grab it right out of, right out of the midair. And you look at it, and it's just this weird, like, it's like three circles with a slash through them. It's, it's like this really weird symbol huh. you've never really seen before. Um, and uh, Bell turns to you and goes, um, look, I, Annalise is not really safe for you right now. I, I can take you somewhere safe if you'd like to go there. Well, that'd be good. How am I going to get back to my family? I can't leave them. Um, at this point, Adam comes walking over, and as he walks over, he transforms back into a human. Like, he's totally fine, but those bandits are messed up. <laughs> like, 
One's going, oh. And I thought the subway was bad. (laughs) 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 That was awful. (laughs) Don't worry. They'll be fine. Probably. Um, This portal is toast. I am trying to do what I could to fix it, but it's toast. Um, There are other portals that exist out in the world somewhere, but finding them is really quite difficult. And you'll never even know where you'll wind up. Uh, you could wind up in a toilet somewhere. Um, well, that wouldn't be good. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but we do have a safe place for you. And, and Belle here is one of the best inventors there's ever been. And she kind of blushes and like hits him on the shoulder. And he's like, no, no, it's, it's true. She could, she's going to work as hard as she can to try to fix this portal or make you a new portal to get back home. Oh. Um, but her laboratory is back at our safe house. Do you, would you like to join us? I suppose. So I mean, anything I can do to get back to Robert, I can't be away from my true love. I, it is terrible, isn't it? I, I hate it when Belle goes into the library and I'm in the kitchen. It's just like, <laughs> what, what are we even doing? And um, but you so, two have been so kind. I would like to go with you. Thank you. I'm going to go back into the other room and make sure that they're all set. And he turns around, turns back into a beast, and like <laughs> gallops over to like go tear out more bandits. And uh, when... Belle, I think I'm going to stay away from him when he's in that state. <laughs> it's it's for the best. His manners are dreadful. <laughs> like that. Uh, I once saw him eat porridge just like like a cough. It was weird. Um, oh dear. So uh, after the battle, the bandits have then kind of been forced out. Uh, the three of you travel back again, and he finds you another room right next to Elsa's, if you, oh. can, if you can believe it. I can. Okay. You're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we great go. Great shower scene. We had some. I need to wear it. Does all both notice that our rooms have gotten just a little bit colder? <laughs> oh, I should have brought my shawl. Oh, guys, the cold never bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like... There's just it's really weird, but you swear you see a snowman walking around in the halls, but it's like that couldn't be a snowman. Like, I'm still hiding snowman. in my room, so I probably don't see that. <laughs> just really through, the, through the keyhole, you see like some, like an eye looking. Like, ah! <laughs> He's like humming to himself. And I start singing the same thing he is. <laughs> That's a nice tune. <laughs> so we're all now we're gonna go to uh, the southern uh, southwestern part of the kingdom to a kingdom called uh, Sofarinde. And uh, the reason that we are there is because there is a very famous chef by the name <laughs> of Chef Louis. And uh, his seafood is second to none. Um, he takes very great care uh, with his seafood. And that is where we have found Kronk, uh, who is looking to perfect his spinach puffs recipe after it was uh, mercilessly <laughs> roasted, maligned, by... Uh, his former employer. Not gonna lie, it really hurt. <laughs> ah yes, you are the one with the uh, spinach puffs. No, that's me. They call me a uh, Senor Spinach Puffs. Senor Spinach Puffs. I yeah. use the. Uh, or sometimes, uh, you know. So do you like the tapas too? I uh, I'll just <laughs> pretend I know what you said and say yes. <laughs> ah, another another kiss out. Alright, let's see these uh, spinach puffs, eh? Alright, show me to your kitchen and I'll whip you up something. You're, you're literally just standing like, just like in my the kitchen right now. You have the, the chef's hat and you're holding spatula. So you, I am. You are in the kitchen right now. 
Okay, so I, 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 I start walking I over to the... I can totally imagine Kronk being in that situation and saying, All right, show me to your kitchen. <laughs> so I, I, I walk over to the... You know, I, I turn on the, the oven and like... Yeah. Back when I was uh, the principal of a school, you see. When I was Principal Kronk, though, sometimes they called me Principal Knork. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the Knork is very funny. <laughs> That's when I first started studying how to make these spinach puffs. Fortunately, uh, my uh, former employer, Yzma, used to be called Yzma's number one, by the way, or Kronky Poo, depended on her mood, but... <laughs> that is also cute. How many nicknames do you have? Well, so I, well, I also went by Nurse Kronk when I was a school nurse. Kronkity Kronk Kronk, uh, the Big K, the Kronkster. Any one of those is fine. <laughs> he just, he just kind of stares. But your name is Kronk, no? Well, my full name is Kronker Pepper Kracknitz. You can. I, I, I will just call you Kronk. <laughs> so um, at this. At this very moment, he's sitting there kind of chatting with you and immediately picks up a cleaver and, like, without even looking, just kind of chucks it. And he does indeed skewer a crab that was, like, just trying to scuttle across his kitchen with this cleaver with, like, not even looking at it. And he walks over and goes, aha! You know, if there was one time, was this this crab and he got away from me? This has never happened since. Right. <laughs> you see how good I am as a throwing, yes? Mm, yes, very good. Very good. Ah. So well, uh, continue with this. Okay, so so I, I I throw some ingredients into the into a, a a bowl and I start spinning it around. I was like, so what else? Uh, what other things are you good for? I I came to perfect these spinach buffs. Yes, and I am here to help you. Uh, also, I have an assistant here, Adiana. And he kind of yells, and this uh, this woman walks in, um, who's got this big kind of pot. Smells delicious, like spicy as heck, but it smells freaking good. I, oh, and I come over and I smell it. Mm. You want to try some? Oh, yeah. what's it called? It's gumbo. You ever had it before? <laughs> oh, right, the gumbo, the gumbo for uh, for me. The gumbo's chosen specifically to it's feed me. It's not for you, <laughs> oh. but you can try some if you'd like. Don't mind if I do. And I uh, set down my bowl and uh, grab a spoon. And I take a, a sip and I'll um, make a constitution check. <laughs> what's, what's my modifier? Um, Andrew, I hope you're Tiana this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pull up my, my, grab my thing here. My constitution modifier. Okay. 20. Matt 20 or dirty 20? Dirty 20. All right. Um, yeah, it is one of the most delicious things you've ever tasted. You feel kind of this wave of heat, but it just kind of like makes you stand up straight. And oh, you're just like, that tingles. <laughs> it's not too spicy for you? It's perfect. I, With a very aspirate, Louis, I like this one. And he goes, yeah, yeah let's try some spinach puffs, please. Are they done yet? Right, almost. Do you see? And so now I need now I go on a tangent about how these spinach puffs were just the most amazing thing. Louis just rubbing and his temples the whole time. <laughs> all the and ever and the rage of every party I ever went to, and all the way up until Yzma told me she never liked them, and it just crushed me. And it, it, it honestly made me wake up to the realize that she was actually kind of just this evil witch that was taking over the kingdom. Who is and, this Yzma? Oh, and then Tiana punches him in the arm and is like, "Why weren't you paying attention?" <laughs> 
Anyway, so then uh, then the king turned back into a llama, and then he turned out of a llama, and now he's reigning. And I was I was his bodyguard for many years, also his chef. He he said he liked my spinach puffs, but I knew that he was just being nice to me. <laughs> so that's why I came here to actually make real good spinach puffs. Are your spinach then, puffs burning? It smells like something might be burning. <laughs> my spinach puffs. <laughs> <laughs> and I rushed back to the oven and I opened it up and saved them. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're actually on fire, but I still say, I saved them! <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you scoop one, still on fire, and just kind of hand it to Louie. No plate, he's just holding the spatula like out to him, and he's just like, what would you like me to do with this? I think I may have gone a little bit overboard on the temperature, but maybe that's not the thing. It may have been the consistency of the batter when I put you, it together. I mean, as I'm you're saying this, you're leaning forward closer and closer and closer. <laughs> and he's just kind of watching it just kind of come closer. Still on fire. And it just kind of comes, and then his, yeah, he kind of turns his head to look at Tiana, and his mustache does indeed something. <laughs> and uh, at this point, he just kind of reaches up and extinguishes it with his fingers. <laughs> And then he just slaps the spinach puff right off the spatula. <gasps> it lands on the ground and he takes another cleaver and chucks it and puts the fire out with the cleaver just by chucking <laughs> it with the spinach puffs. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then he and takes he takes the pen, he like still just staring at you, not breaking eye contact, just picks up your spinach puffs and then just leans over to the window and dumps <gasps> them out into the ocean. <laughs> what <are> you hear? <laughs> <laughs> From, from, from my left ear, I hear, you know what you gotta do, don't you? <laughs> Rage! <laughs> and, I, and I see a little devil version of myself on my shoulder. And yeah. And he, lo- he locks and loads his, his bite in. <laughs> this one's going down. And then on my right side, I hear, now, now. And a little shoulder angel appears. He did, Louis just kind of clings. He's, the, he's simply trying to help you be your best self. Louis just kind of clings the pan down and says, "Get out, please." <laughs> and then the shoulder angel goes, "Never mind. This guy's a douche." <laughs> <laughs> and Louis just kind of turns on his heel and just like leaves the kitchen. Um, Tiana's still there with her big pot of gumbo and says, "My hands start to shake." Oh, calm, calm down, please, honey. My hands just like you. You I'm look trying. My best to make good spinach puffs. Do you, do you have an egg timer? A what? <laughs> and she, she reaches kind of back into her apron and pulls out just like an egg timer and just goes, Here, this will help you with the timing. The little devil on my shoulder goes, What in the devil is that? Ah, <laughs> the jokes. Just, so then she goes, Look, and she turns it and like it starts to kind of tick, and then once he gets to zero, it goes, and Which startles me, and I go, Oh! This is fantastic. Yeah. I'll never burn my spinach puffs again. It was that your problem. You just couldn't remember how long they'd been in for. I always had a good success. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she hands you the, the egg timer and goes, You know, I own a restaurant not too far away from here. Would you like to come and learn how to make spinach puffs there? Oh, for sure. Not this with this guy. This guy's like Isma. He's a jerk. He's an acquired taste. He, he, if it's not fish, he don't care. Is that what he was talking about with poisson? Yeah, that, that's what that means. Oh, Nobody knows was, what language it's from. Some that was some kind of a truffle. 
Um, and so Tiana leads you, and she is actually the owner of the Laughing Place Inn and Tavern at the Order of the Mouse headquarters. Add one um, egg tiner, timer to your inventory. <laughs> that's right, add one egg timer, absolutely. Absolutely, and add, I don't know if you wanted to go down to the ocean and get your five burnt spinach puffs, but mm-hmm. like, if you want to... It's too late. <laughs> um, so yeah, you guys are all at uh, the Laughing Place Inn and Tavern. Um, it is breakfast. Tiana has made a delicious... Uh, like cheese and grits. I've been up for um. three hours already. <laughs> <laughs> I brushed my hair. I've I've cleaned my room very very thoroughly. I've read three books. Painted. <laughs> now I it's time for breakfast. And now I'm ready for breakfast. Well, aren't you for just a moment? I have never seen four people like you before. <laughs> I'm sitting there like giddy with the chef's hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ooh, this looks so yummy. Thank you. All right, well, uh, you you folks just enjoy your breakfast now. And she kind of, uh, she walks off, um, and there is, you guys are kind of sitting there, uh, just kind of chatting amongst yourselves. Like, I'm, you know. I'm eating my food and, like, kind of giving everybody the side eye as I eat. I see Rapunzel's hair. I'm like, oh, your hair is so beautiful. You're I, beautiful. I, like, instantly, like, put my hands in my hair, and I go, oh, thank you. Oh, I love what you've done with the flowers. Oh, Oh, thank you. It was actually the, the girls out in the courtyard. I the have girls? to talk to them about doing some nice stories. You see the girls out in the courtyard, they're all... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, um, it's lovely. And then I, I like your braid, too. Thank it's... you. I like yours. Thank you. <laughs> it's so it's so effortless. I, uh, I, I give a stare at Elsa and I go, don't I know you from somewhere? I don't think so. <laughs> Are you sure? Because I feel like... Miss Robinson's dance class back in high school. I was just like, that my weak ankles. That, 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 that dance class is just a well of people that crunk. There's so many, <laughs> so many you people. You can know so many people from that place. Just like. Yeah, um, movie again. <laughs> so as you guys are talking, um, this owl comes flying in through the window. And and kind of crash lands onto the table, not into any of your food. He's he's a very good flyer, but he lands and he hops up. Um, he's not Errol. Can somebody give me? Uh, can everybody give me animal handling checks, please? Yeah. Mm. Do you want everyone to roll this or just? Yeah, go ahead, everybody. Nope. Nine. Nine. So I get my so proficiency good. bonus and what it's a wisdom check. You so added your wisdom. Right? Yeah, you got to add your so. Yeah. Wisdom plus nine. nine. 23. 23. Is it 10. plus two 10. for all the skills? For your proficiency right now is plus, plus two. Your, your proficiency bonus at level one. So yes, you're plus two on all your skills right okay. now. Okay. Thank you. Uh, also, it's, it's not even worth mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> Was it in that one? No. Okay. It's like all right. four. All right. Uh, Kronk, you see this owl is like freaking out. Like eyes super wide. Even for an owl, like eyes <laughs> are just like really wide. And it's just like... Like twitching like crazy, like just looking for so- for somebody, anybody. Which so I, I go ahead and I go ahead and grab him. Like, hey, 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 don't worry, I'm a friend. Tell me what's wrong. <laughs> really? Oh wow. You speak owl? It's it's related to squirrel. They both live in trees. Oh. <laughs> the owl kind of looks at you and goes. <laughs> oh no, yeah, for sure. <laughs> the owl kind of squints a little bit more. 
can and I, he starts looking around at anybody can else. Can I roll just like, something and see if I can? Because I have a spell. Oh, yeah, what's your spell? Animal. Yeah, you can animals. speak with animals. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the. Uh, Is it? Can I have the handbook, James? Um, I'm gonna look up what that spell does. And I have it as like a ritual, so that's. Oh, that I takes an use hour. it like a cantrip, though, right? Um, like, I don't use up one of my I mean, you guys slots. can take an hour to sit there if you want. Um, <laughs> you can be like, ah, oh, just a minute, guys. I know this. <laughs> okay, I can. Yeah. That's or you could just cast a spell. Oh, well, it's, it's only a 10 minute ritual. Oh, okay. Um, so, do you want to take, do the ritual for 10 minutes? So the, yes. What, is, what is the ritual? Is the, it's, oh, what do I What do, do you do in the ritual, yes. Um, oh, I haven't thought about yeah, this. Describe how Probably. you're taking 10 minutes to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> to singing while scrubbing the toilets. Yeah, pro- probably that. Fiona kind of looks over at you scrubbing the toilets like, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, while she's doing that, I'm, I'm singing to myself. I'm, I'm looking the owl over and trying oh. to see if he's wounded at all so I can heal him. I'll make a medicine check. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I'll get a plus five. Oh. Ah, that one. That's, uh, that's your 12-sided. Tw- oh, this is... Are you rolling the... Oh, that's my bad. <laughs> okay. That's my bad. Oh, that was really bad. Okay. <laughs> Do over. Uh, okay, that's a 10. Okay, um, yeah, you do notice that he's actually, um, he's got several cuts on his legs, mm-hmm. um, so you're, you're able to kind of bandage those up a little bit for him. Um, and heal him with my hair? He kind of, he kind of nips you, no, not with your hair. Oh. I continue, I continue talking to him as if I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what, I don't, I don't completely hoot, trust hoot, these hoot, guys hoot, yet, hoot, so you're, you're, you're one good company okay. here, I promise. He just kind of looks at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's just eating. <laughs> Watching all of this. Like. Um, all right, so you're <laughs> so um, at the end of uh, your ritual. It's yes. been ten minutes. Elsa has finished, I assume, um, and everyone's been bandaged up. I've moved on, and I'm looking back into the kitchen. I was going to say, Kronk has been carrying on a one-sided conversation for ten minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, tell me all about that. Oh, yeah, that's that's really something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and the owl says, uh, turns to you now that you can speak with animals and goes, Hi, Mr. Owl. I am in desperate need of help. Oh, what's happened? You're going to have to find out on the next episode. Oh! Uh, join us next time on Approximate Heroes. You'll find out uh, what is up with this owl. We will see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.